What's up, everybody? Welcome to part two of the podcast with Eddie Johnson, the author of College Recruiting 101 and the founder of Be Seen Sports. Check it out. Welcome to the Transcending Sport Podcast with Rob Cruz, an audio experience bringing you interviews, conversations, and more from some of the most intriguing personalities in the sports world. And now, your host, Rob Cruz. And I want to jump over to the visit. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I want to jump over to the visit because... um, Personality, emotional intelligence, and just relatability. Like, what kind of a person are you? You know, that that's going to be a big deal when when people want to invite you into their into their family. Can you talk a little bit about the the, the visit? Um, the importance of it. What are some of the What are some of the pitfalls that could go wrong in a visit? And and then obviously, what are some of the things that we should probably you know try to do? Um, do better in a visit. I'll start with a with a quick story. Yeah. My daughter was doing college visits, and the first college she went to, um, she really really liked. First college. She really, really liked it. And I sat back, sat back in a cut. I didn't say anything. I just let her, you know, enjoy her college visit. Um, she had her questions ready, right? And she was either going to ask those questions or other people were going to ask them, but she needed answers to these questions. Um, she did a lot of research on the school, so she knew where she was going with the school, what the school was capable of, location, everything else. Perfect. It was the, the, the school's fit her her school sweet spot that she designed um get to the school she walks around she really likes it now we're on our drive home which thing about the school i really really like it oh okay all right um did you notice that they didn't have you know a master's program what i must have missed that she whips out the book and she starts looking yeah, so you'd have to do another another year or two at another school. Oh, I didn't even see that. I, I can't believe I missed it. That school went from being the best school, because it was the first, to being the worst by the time we were done visiting all the schools. Because with every school visit, you're going to come up with more questions. Mm-hmm. Either better questions, more questions, slightly changed questions, but you're going to have questions based on all the research. And you have all the way down to how's the food, and you have something to compare it to. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. And she started comparing, and yeah. she and she kept comparing. Yeah. Even when we were done with actually visiting schools, she was still comparing. And I sat back and I just watched. I think one of the biggest problems is parents don't have their list of questions. The student athletes don't have their list list of questions. Um, when they meet with the coach, the visit they don't have the right questions for the coach the coach is talking at them and not speaking with them that's another big pitfall um a coach that isn't there they let their assistant coach do it well wait a minute huh 
that's 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 a sign right there in and of itself. Unless that coach is sick, got injured, or whatever, that's a sign in and of itself. And you sit there and you kind of go through everything. You know, you got you got two seconds with the coach, and then he handed you off to an assistant. All right, I want you to think about that. Mm-hmm. Go see a game. How's that coach on the sidelines? How's that coach on the bench? Yelling, screaming. Does he speak with, yell at? What's their what's their coaching style? You're not going to get that until you get to a visit. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that until you get to a visit because that's when you see the person, the real person. It's sort of like you're not going to know how your your husband or your wife is going to be until you're living with them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, I, I, I feel like um, a big part of the recruiting pro- the recruiting process is very similar to courtship and you just can't you know marry the first person to ask you out <laughs> that's right you yeah. wind up doing that people people do that yeah. but, you, you, but you need but it, it shouldn't happen until you've met a few others but right there needs to be a courtship you know there needs to be a getting to know then you, you have to allow those coaches to actually court you and that's when somebody's right. courting you if they're calling you a lot and getting in touch with you a lot, they're interested. If they're not calling you, they're not interested. <laughs> they're not calling you back for a second date. Then guess what? Then you already know what it is. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It's not. It's really exactly. not hard. Well, because people come to me. Oh, they're not. Call, they don't answer my emails. Okay. Well, they're answering somebody's emails. So that, <laughs> I'm saying. So that says a lot right there. So okay, you either gonna just move on. Because what do you want me to do? You want me to call them and ask them why did I answer the emails? It's obvious why they don't answer the emails. If they were interested, they'd be emailing you. You wouldn't have to answer the. They wouldn't have to answer your emails. They'd be emailing you. Uh, see, and it's but it's also when are they emailing you? Is it after? Is it after June fifteenth of your sophomore year? Yes, yes. Or were you contacting them beforehand just to let them know, hey, I'm going to be over here. Hey, I'm going to be over there. Hey, I'm going to be doing this. Hey, I'm going to be doing that. Yes. Because then that, because that's the difference, right? You should. Be, that's something that people also need to know is how do you communicate to college coaches? Mm-hmm. When do you communicate to college coaches? What do you communicate to college coaches? What's a quiet period? What's a dead period? So all those things go into communication and when you should communicate and what, how, when, why, where, all that good stuff. So top three things on a college visit I got to I got to get done. Have all your questions answered about the school. And about the program, meaning your sport. All right. What are the top three those, questions? Those, what are the, give me give me three th- questions. Three questions. Three good ones. What is your coaching style on the from the bench? Yeah. What is your teaching style during practice? Yeah. What kind of education can I expect to get from this school? And a and a bonus fourth is how many athletes have been injured yet are allowed to complete their education at the school That's a good at one. the same rate. That's a good one. Yeah. After that brings it all home, right? Does this school actually care about me? Does this coach actually care about me? Or, hey, you got hurt. Bye. You can still go to the school, but, you know, <laughs> you figure that out. What other things do I want to accomplish on a visit? <clears throat> what are the other things I want to accomplish on a visit? There, there are, we have, I have a list of 80 some odd questions. Mm-hmm. 
and I try to go through that list and I try to say which yeah, one is I, the most I, important. Which one is the most important? Yeah, I actually see them in, in the book. I see them. <laughs> and 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 I sit there and I just kind of go, there is no more important question that I can tell you because that I'm not you. Right. That's see, the biggest question. I see you have. I see you what have the questions here I in the book. Like. Yeah. You have the questions here you in know, the book. What do I like about this school? What am I trying to accomplish? What's great is that you have the questions here in the book uh, separated by academic and sport. So you have you have the uh, academic questions and you have the athletic questions, which I think is great. And then you have team questions and then you have like questions about the actual college itself. And then you also have financial aid and scholarship questions. So this is good. We did that on purpose, and it's because we want you to be in the right mindset for that specific question. Yeah. And it also removes any ambiguity about that question. Yes. The other thing that we do throughout the book is we also give you definitions of words that you probably won't know. And I I, I, I should be saying, especially in that financial aid section, so many things that parents are just not going to understand, not going to know, kids are not going to know. Well, guess what? Here are the definitions. So that when you hear that word in use, you know exactly what that word means. And I'm just going to give you... that acronym is. Is it okay if I give you give, give a couple of, of uh, de- yes, definitions, a couple of glossary terms? So you have, you know... College course... You have core courses. You know, definition of that. <clears throat> you have... Um, Honors classes, what is that? You have transcript, you have acceptance terms like deferred admission, deferred enrollment, denial, early action. You have post-acceptance terms like developmental education, matriculation, graduate degrees, prerequisites. And then you have um, the type of, you know, the type of uh, post-secondary institutions college, community college, grad school, liberal arts, private institutions, and property institutions. I mean, it's, it's, it's very thorough. This this is, I've never, I don't think I've ever, I've, not, I've never seen anything as thorough as this. In terms of, if you if you want to know the answer, it's clear, it's concise. Um, it's written in a way that it's, it's, it's an easy, it's easy to read. I, I like books that have visuals, and, you know, and, and charts to kind of go, to help me understand what I'm, what I'm reading, and and the layout, the layout, so I don't get bored. I get bored sometimes when I read. If it's not, if it's, if, so this is really good because the way the graphics are set up, it makes it pleasing to the eye almost. It's, it's almost like a, like somebody, well, I know you have a tech background, so it's almost like an interface on an app or something, but it's in a book. Yeah, go, go Katie, which is Leah's uh, sister-in-law. She did a lot of the graphics. She did just about all the graphics. I did the charts. Leah did the bulk of the writing. Yeah. Um, we really, we, the whole point was to really create a book that was not full of fluff. There are a lot of platforms out there that give you a ton of articles, a ton of videos, but it's sort of like you have to go through the whole thing before you get to that one sentence that actually means something. We wanted to make the whole book mean something. <laughs> yeah, the whole it, book be useful. It, it does. It does. It does do that. It does accomplish that. So be seen sports, um, separate from the book, but really not separate. 
because I think the two go together and they go hand in hand, the education and then the action. You know, after I after you educating, you know, and calling, you know, the readers to action. Now you have a way in which you can assist them with that action, with that plan of action, which is, you know, how do I present myself to the world, my profile? You know, so talk to me a little bit about the profile. Talk to me about how they can go about obtaining a profile. And, and of course, purchase, purchasing a book. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. So the book, the book really does go hand in hand with the platform. Yeah. And the book came after the platform. Um, oh, really? The way we looked at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a geek. So, you know, build first and, and think about it later. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we, but when we, when I was building the platform, it wasn't, it wasn't about let me give you a place to punch in your name and your stats and your, you know, your academics. And it wasn't about building out your platform and building out your profile rather. It was about really providing you with a way to do that as well as give you a set of robust tools that actually help you achieve the goal. Anybody can give you a profile. I, I look at you look at all the platforms that are out there. They give you a platform. They give you a profile. And usually on that profile, they say, coach, that look at this kid. Also look at these kids. Wait a minute. What? Hold it. I have enough competition. I don't need my profile platform to be, you know, to introduce more competition to me. That's not what I need. So what we did with our profile is we don't give you one page. We give you a whole website dedicated to you, your athleticism, your academics, what your goals in life are about you, for you. It markets you to that coach. It's not to say that that coach can't log in and, Go, go search for other kids and all that good stuff. Yeah, they can do that. But when they're looking at your website, there is no link to anybody else's profile. There's nobody else's picture on there unless you put it on there. Mm-hmm. That's how that goes. We wanted a place, we wanted a way for kids to be able to have a complete and robust picture about themselves and then provide them the tools to collect all that information. What's, what colleges am I interested in? take notes on that college this, these are the reasons why i'm interested in this college oh wait a minute not a lot not a lot of play, other places are doing that we give you information about all the colleges not just the colleges that have sports all the colleges hmm. my friend son miles you know great basketball player could have gone to d1 got office from d1 said nope i'm going to school i'm getting my education i want to live life i'm good that and that it, was it, and there's nothing wrong with that it's absolutely none. And, and I always tell my students that I said, you know, I have I have I have hitters that I work with that um, they just want to come in and hit, and they want to be a great high school hitter, and then they're good. They're gonna this kid's probably gonna be a doctor or a lawyer. She knows it. She doesn't love she doesn't love softball to that extent that she wants to do. She wants to have a different college experience. She doesn't necessarily want to be an athlete in college. She wants to maybe do some sororities and do this and do that and you know join clubs and you know whatever and. and it's good to know what you want out of your college experience. You know, right. and, you, and I've had kids who've gone through the whole process of the college recruiting process to, and got to the door and said, nah, I'm good. It's, it's been great, but I'm good. And I have people that have went to school and said, halfway through school, I had a kid who went to Stanford. She played softball at Stanford. She played two years, started every, this was back when the Pac-12 was the Pac-10. She started every Pac-10 game as a freshman quit 
after two years. And she, because she decided that she was missing out on everything that this great school had to offer because of her commitment to softball. Smart move. She, she ended up graduating early. She's a doctor now. And that's exactly how we built the platform, is to give you the tools so that you can see everything right there up front in your face. <laughs> yeah. These are, the, these are the careers I'm interested in. These are the schools I'm interested in. You know, just giving you the tools, not just the profile, the outward-facing profile, but the inward-facing tools that you can use to help you make what is probably going to be your first truly impactful life decision. Yeah. Think about that. This is the first one that's actually your decision. <laughs> this is your big deal. Entirely your decision, yeah. And, and so we wanted to make it so that you could learn how to think. I mean, think about the lessons that you're getting from the platform. You're getting, you're learning how to market yourself. You're learning how to collect data, turn that data into information, and then review that information and turn that into knowledge that you can use to make a decision. Now, going back to decisions, you know, you, you had the early recruiting, you had this early recruiting stuff that was going on that was very prevalent in, in a lot of sports. Um, the NCAA is, is, is trying to somewhat control it. But, you know, I, I felt that when I was a senior in high school, it was a really hard decision for me as a senior in high school. And, and I, so imagine how hard of a decision that is to make as an eighth or ninth grader or even a 10th grader. But you have, that's why you have parents. I think I think parents need to be able to help these players make that decision. What do you think about that in terms of just the, 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 the whole decision thing? I got to pick, you know, how do I really know what school is right for me? I may know what school I like, but I'm still a kid. My mind, my brain is still isn't fully developed. How do, how do I exactly. really know? Because the, the amount of transfers that are happening right now is, is all through the roof. Um, and that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> um, but, but, um, but I think, I, I don't think that the transfer, the transfer rate, the high rate of transfer, it ha- has to do with, um, people made the wrong decision. I think it has to do with a generation of people who don't understand how to deal with adversity and work through things. And for, for most of the time it's playing time. Most of the time it's, it's about playing time mostly. Um. So, but so, so what do you think? What do you think? What do you, what do you, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? One of the reasons. So, people think I'm nuts. They really do think I'm nuts. And I tell people, you need to start grooming your child. You should have started. You should have been grooming your child from when when they were babies, right? You always want to achieve well in school, all that good stuff. But definitely, in eighth grade, you should start the process of you need to get good grades. You need to do these things to move forward, because that's you know eighth grade is when you start re- when you start really getting into your sport and everything else, and that's that's a really great grade to actually you know get started along the path, right? So eighth grade is that grade because the eighth grade determines the path that you're going to have in high school. Are you a smart kid? All right, you're probably going to take those elevated courses, those elevated classes, right? If you're a regular kid, then you're going to take the regular track. You're not such a good kid well you know you're gonna come a little come in a little bit lower than that mm-hmm. and then once you've been put on that track it's hard to switch tracks mm-hmm. right so if you're on one track it's hard and, and you're not on the you know the, the advanced placement track it's, it's hard to get there 
you're not on the honest track, it's hard to get there. And guess what? Those athletes that have those things in their pocket, those are the ones that get looked at first. Why? Because they're not going to be an academic challenge for them, for that coach to get them into school. Hmm. So you start in eighth grade with, with that work. And the reason why, the other reason why I want you to get started in eighth grade with that work is because you're teaching your child how to think. You're not just opening up their brain and dumping in a whole bunch of stuff and trying to cram it in there. You're helping them learn how to think. You're also having conversations about, well, what are your interests now? What are your life in- lifestyle interests now? Oh, I want to be a rock star. You don't get on them about being a rock star. Not everybody becomes a rock star. All the negativity that you have about it, you just let them have their dream. I want to be a rock star, okay? Because guaranteed in three to six months, it's going to change. <laughs> but the idea is to make them think beyond where they're at now. So you have this track, this academic track, and you have you mentioned three different three different tracks: the elite, yep. the elite academic student, the middle, the, the kid in the middle, and then the, the kid a little bit lower on, on that on that totem pole. But I think I believe that it, in the sport itself, you have also you also have this probably the same type of track. You have certain platforms and showcases and certain actual travel teams that market themselves as we are the elite. You know, if you want to play at a high level in college, you want to be in our program because we go to all the all the all the good showcases and we go to all the best. We compete against all the best in the country, uh, and it's going to cost you this. And then there's and and those 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 tournaments, those events are recruited by those Power Five conferences and those top fifty, top one hundred schools in the country. And then you have those mid tier teams where the commitment isn't that hefty, the fee isn't that hefty. You know, we're just you know, a little small program that you know all our coaches are volunteers and you know we have no paid coaches and we just want to just go out and on the weekends and have fun and we'll go to a couple of showcases and and you know those division three schools will come recruit us and you know so i think everybody has their own little pocket you know but then here's where it gets here's where i find it gets it gets tricky because you could be this elite student yet your skill level isn't really that high. Or you could be an elite student and your skill level is very high. Or you can be a poor student with a really high school level, skill level. And you could be a really poor student and your skill level is really low. So there's all types of combinations of all three um, tiers on the academic and on the athletic side. And I think identifying that it's obvious in school because if you get in the, if you're hitting the high marks with APs and honors courses, you have a you have a score. If you have a high SAT or ACT, you have an actual score. Or you have an actual objective number. Um, but on the sports side, it's still a lot of subjectivity there. And if you don't have somebody in your life telling you you have the ability to play at this level or you don't, honestly, and they can be honest with you, you can spend a whole lot of time and resources chasing something that is just not realistic for you. This is why in the book we tell you that you need to have a tribe around you. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. You need to have a tribe. You need to have a team. Who is that tribe? Who is that team? Mm -hmm. Right? And hopefully you've got, excuse me, you've got a good coach around that. Um, You've got everything going on that you need to have going on. And so you've got the right person telling you the right thing at the right time for the right reason and not just 
oh yeah, let's go to this, let's go to this camp. It's at this college. I have a friend that's going to a camp today. It's great. Is it the college your kid is interested in? Uh, okay, well, you know, you stop thinking about that. How much research have you done on schools before you start thinking about going to, going to schools and going to camps and going to showcase events, so-called showcase events, going to tournaments, figuring out the team that you should be on? What are the resources in your area? This is how you can help your child. This is help you, how you can help your student-athlete if you're a coach, if you're a guidance counselor, if you're a man across the street. What are those resources? Let's start identifying those resources and let's start putting it out there. Let's start helping these kids. Yeah, you got that. So this has been one of the more unique um, and needed. Excuse me. This has been one of the most unique and more needed podcasts that I've done. And I'd like to do more, obviously. And and I think there's so much that we can just just in this book alone, we could we could just. You know, pick a chapter and just go for like an hour each chapter. <laughs> to, to. But I, I wanted to introduce you to my audience. I wanted to introduce um, the book, College Recruiting 101, The Basics, A Beginner's Guide to Learning the Process. I wanted everybody to know about this book. It's written by Coach Leah Bernier and Eddie Johnson, who is my guest today, and Be Seen Sports. Um, Eddie, please tell everyone how they can, how where they can purchase the book, how they can find out more about BC Sports, and how they can create a profile, and how they can follow you guys on social. Perfect. So, to purchase the book, you can go to collegerecruiting101.com. It should be real easy to remember. Um, you can also go to bcsports.com to learn about the profiles and the tools that we have. Um, follow us on Twitter and uh, and Instagram at BC Sports. And we hope to hear from you. We want whether you whether you work with us or not. We'd love to hear about what you're doing, what your path is. So connect to us, and you know, let's let's start that dialogue because we don't, it's not all just about the tools. It's all about that that personal touch. You know, making friends and building those relationships as you move forward. So thank you for the opportunity. Love doing doing this podcast. And you're right. I'd love to come back. There's probably a lot more that we can talk about, and it's all about kids. And guess what? Things change so fast. We've already got to publish another book because. NCAA went and changed a lot of things again. Yeah, I was going to say that. It looks like it's going to be, you know, second edition, third edition, fourth edition, or even maybe the 2019 edition or 2020 edition, the 2021 edition because of the fact that things are changing so fast. But that's good because that means it's growing and and, and, and the industry is evolving to meet the needs and the changes that the world has. You know, so many things are out there. So this is really great. I'm excited. I'm I'm fired up. I want to wish you the best with, with this on your journey. With with uh, with helping people, and as someone who's in the business of helping people, I know um, it has its challenges. But you know, from what I can hear and see, I think you're you're built for it. You're built for the challenge. And um, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right, Rob Cruz, Transcending Sport, signing out.